Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Today is Thursday Hymn Day here at Thought Seeds Podcast. I'm Amy Ennell, and this is episode 82. Today, we're going to learn more about the hymn, Leaning on the Everlasting Arms. One of my favorite things to study and learn about are hymns and their histories. Sometimes there's really very little information about a particular hymn or who wrote it, and other times the author or composer was a prolific hymnist, and we know quite a bit about their life, but not really much about the circumstances surrounding one specific hymn. People like, say, Charles Wesley or Fanny Crosby, they come to mind here because of the sheer number of hymns that they've contributed, and that's okay. I'm really a big fan of both of these writers and their hymns. The kind of hymn history I like best is when there is a specific story. You know, details about how this hymn came to be. And that's what we have here today. Leaning on the Everlasting Arms came from the minds and hearts of two friends, Anthony Showalter and Elisha Hoffman. To begin, I want to share a brief excerpt from an article about this hymn from Christian Music and Hymns, which I'll link to in the description. It says this, A long time ago, there were few printed songbooks or hymn books in America. Therefore, during church time, the congregations depended on the choristers for the words and the tunes of the songs. The choristers actually called out the words and the congregation would follow after them. It should be pointed out as well that at this time, few people knew how to read music, as music was rarely taught in schools. Later on, things changed and there was an increase in the printing of songbooks. And through the persistent pressure of various musicians, music started being taught in schools through music masters who moved around the rural areas of America teaching music. One of the music masters who responded to the call was Professor Showalter. One day in 1887, Professor Showalter found himself in Alabama teaching music for a brief period. After the class, he left for the boarding house to rest. And here in our study, this is where we find sorrow that leads to scripture, which inspired this hymn. Showalter liked to keep in touch with former students, and as he looked through his pile of mail, he discovered letters from two young men he'd taught at a singing school in South Carolina. Reading the first letter filled him with compassion. The young man's wife had recently died, and he decided to write a letter of encouragement in response. Setting it aside for the time being, he went back to the rest of his mail, selecting the letter from his other student. 
This time he was dismayed to read that this young man had also lost his wife recently, on the same day as the other young man. So Professor Showalter sat down to write both of these men letters of encouragement, and the scripture that came to his mind was Deuteronomy 33:27. The first part of that verse says, The eternal God is your refuge, and underneath are the everlasting arms. As he began to write down his thoughts, a refrain came to life in his mind, and he wrote that down instead. Leaning, leaning, safe and secure from all alarms. Leaning, leaning, leaning on the everlasting arms. So he paused, writing his letters, thinking about that scripture and the words that had come to his mind because of it. And because his former students were music students, he felt that sending them a song built on that scripture would be a great encouragement, but he didn't have any other lyrics in mind. His friend, Reverend Elisha Hoffman, would surely have some ideas. Elisha Hoffman wrote over 2,000 hymns in his lifetime, and the fact that Anthony Showalter thought of him isn't surprising. So Showalter sent a letter off to Reverend Hoffman, and he explained the circumstances and asked him to write lyrics for a hymn around the theme of leaning on God's everlasting arms. In a very short time, he received a letter back with a full three stanzas. Professor Showalter composed the music, and the rest is, well, history. Since 1887, we've been encouraged and blessed by this hymn, which I'm going to read for you now. What a fellowship, what a joy divine, leaning on the everlasting arms. What a blessedness, what a peace is mine, leaning on the everlasting arms. Oh, how sweet to walk in this pilgrim way, leaning on the everlasting arms. Oh, how bright the path grows from day to day, leaning on the everlasting arms. What have I to dread, what have I to fear, leaning on the everlasting arms? I have blessed peace with my Lord so near, leaning on the everlasting arms. Leaning, leaning, safe and secure from all alarms. Leaning, leaning, leaning on the everlasting arms. And before we talk about the message in these words, I want to point out something about the structure. I'm going to read a paragraph to you from the UMC Discipleship site about this hymn, and I'll link to that as well in the description. Leaning on the everlasting arms complements cultures that have roots in oral tradition, which makes the hymn easy to memorize. Specific characteristics include poetic devices such as epistrophe, repetition of a word or words at the end of lines or phrases. Notice that the words leaning on the everlasting arms are repeated at the end of each phrase in each stanza. After singing all three stanzas and the refrain three times, the singer will repeat this key phrase nine times. The first stanza declares that it is a great fellowship and a divine joy to lean on the everlasting arms. Well, fellowship with whom? Well, with the one who's holding you with his everlasting arms. It's also, as the next line states, a great blessing and something that fills you with peace to rest and lean on God's everlasting arms. And peace is something we talked about this week. And we can find peace in the midst of horrendous chaos when we let God guide and guard us. 
What better place to be guarded and guided from than the safety of our Father's embrace? And the second stanza says just that. Oh, how sweet to walk in this pilgrim way. Oh, how bright the path grows from day to day. And Psalm 1611 assures us of that truth. It says, you will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. And in the final stanza, it gets personal. It says, what have I to dread? What have I to fear? If I'm safe and I'm secure from all alarms, as that chorus so boldly states, then I don't have anything to dread or fear. And we return to blessed peace with a statement that when my Lord is near, I have peace. Psalm 27.1 backs up those bold declarations, and it is a verse that I love. It says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? I'd like to sing this for you now, and I hope you find peace and security in the everlasting arms of your Heavenly Father. What a fellowship, what a joy divine, leaning on the everlasting arms. What a blessedness, what a peace is mine, leaning on the everlasting arms. Oh, how sweet to walk in this pilgrim way, leaning on the everlasting arms. Oh, how bright the path grows from day to day, leaning on the everlasting arms. What have I to dread? What have I to fear? Leaning on the everlasting arms. I have blessed peace with my Lord so near. Leaning on the everlasting arms. Leaning, leaning. Safe and secure from all alarms. Leaning, leaning, leaning on the everlasting arms. There are many, many recordings of this hymn, and I encourage you to find one of them and listen to it. If you're musically inclined, this hymn can be found in most hymnals, and it's not difficult to play or sing. Is this hymn new to you? Is it one you're familiar with? I mean, maybe it's an old friend to you, or maybe it's just a hymn acquaintance. You know, one maybe you've heard a few times or sung once or twice, but it's not really like written on your heart like some of maybe other songs. Whatever the case, talk to me about it in the comments or at Facebook, Instagram, or Parlor. I'd love to hear from you. If you have any questions or personal prayer requests, email me at thoughtseedspodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for being with me today. And if you followed this week's episodes on peace, I hope they've encouraged you and that you'll join me again next week. Step into the world of power, loyalty 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.